This podcast contains content that may make some people uncomfortable. Check the episode description for specifics. Welcome to the Chaos Module, a non-canon D&D podcast about a group of sporadic oddballs who fumble through some very mysterious and perilous affairs in the city of Neverwinter. Hello, I'm Miles. I play the character Harry Haywire, a wild College of Swords bard with a dread fear of mushrooms and a hankering for adventure. Justin playing uh, Adderthorn Lightfoot. He's an arcane trickster rogue with a heart of gold and a tongue of silver, and also a massive spell scar over his right eye. I'm Thea. I'm playing Raised Viridian, who is a tiefling ranger who hides her many secrets under a mask and beneath a hood. I'm Jacob, and I play the half-orc druid, Buckwheat Alder. Picture Romulus, except not wolves, plants, and probably a lot dirtier and way worse social skills. I'm Alex. I play Eustace Baker, a baker by trade. He's an old paladin brought out of retirement to help others and to continue his own quest. Last we left off, you came back from the tavern. On the way back, got um, attacked by some myconids. Which is fun. No traumas were brought up. At all. At all. <laughs> Definitely not. Does it count as an attack if they didn't physically touch us? They, um, yes. They it was an attack. Okay. A small heart attack. Um, and then you wound up back at Eustace's house. I almost said Harry's house. Don't know why. Harry's <laughs> Definitely not Harry's house. house. And Outerthorn had a fun dream and got a shrew. Yeah, that's cool shrew. Okay, so, so we had a night of sleeping. We've all gotten up. Um, we met other thorn. Other thorn. Um, I think Harry is trying to help Eustace, like prepare some food for a trip, because it seems like everyone we talked to um, kind of just pointed us to the volcano. So Harry's like dedicated towards like kind of like preparation. I think. Yeah, and, and, and those berries. He wants to get out of town as quickly as possible. <laughs> it's no longer safe. That's fair. It's no longer civilized. Yeah, Eustace would love the help preparing various travelable foods. It's good. (laughs) Harry's just gonna like, alright, um, so do you use magic, or like do you use like uh, magical baking gloves, or like how do you actually do this? Well, uh, you see I have an oven, and we have a fire underneath, Uh and that heats the oven, Uh and uh, you, you make the prepared things to be baked, and you put them in the oven, and after a period of time, they come out cooked. So, uh, it is magic. Anyone have a, a fire spell? I think we could we could speed this up quite a bit. I mean, is it that hard to light a fire? Look, 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 that sounds like a lot of work, okay? I'm just saying, I, I, I want to get out of town as quickly as possible to, to go find Mr. Prince Guy. Yes, uh, do you definitely. still have that sleep spell? Because this guy is acting sketchy. I have the sleep spell. Oh, damn. <laughs> hey, I-, I suggest you listen to your own music. So Harry starts, like, playing up a do- ditty on his lute. He's trying to make the dough, like, Rocking jump off. around um, to knead it. Roll charisma, <laughs> I guess. He convinced. That's not your spellcasting ability. Yeah, he's he's just going to try to knead all the bread at once with, like, some music. Which make it dance around. Uh, that was a 15. He tried to get the bread to knead itself. 
Yeah, nothing really happens. You just kind of look at the bread. It just jiggles. You're, you're playing. You think you imagine, like, it might be about to start dancing or something, but it doesn't. Mm, this is taking a long time. Right. Um, if I think about it, these brown loaves, this dough, it kind of looks like earth, right? So I should be able to use mold earth on it. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm so confused on why we're trying to start a fire right now. Like, Earthworm's just hanging out with his shrew, and, like, in his head, all he hears, let me tell you about the best friend. <laughs> just playing and, like, doing all kinds of things. Like, do we need a fire? The fire has already... Eustace has been preheating this oven. Like, <laughs> okay. He's, he's well, a little nervous when we start bringing up fire in his I house. Guys, guys, Eustace is a professional. He knows what he's doing. And since we're going on an adventure, it's very likely we're going to make little hand pies to go with a, a hard crust that can travel really well. But you'll not, you'll not really eat the crust. You're really going to be just eating the filling. It's really more for travel sake. That's, so that's pretty great. Fire, is if that the fire thing? were hotter, would it's this now. go faster? That's that's kind of what I'm, I'm getting at. That's well. all he needs to hear. He's going to cast Control Flames and try and like expand the fire out. <laughs> I just want to make the flames uh, uh, a bit hotter and try not to um, expand them out by too much. The oven temperature goes up all the way up to 600 degrees suddenly. <laughs> Basically, the <laughs> oven heats up instantly. It does not cook faster at 600 degrees Fahrenheit. It burns faster. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, I'm going to skitter off. Are we supposed to go like rescue some guy from a place with... Exactly! Yeah. Out of here! Where there could be mushrooms. Okay, I'm sorry. okay, so Bugweight rolled 15 on his Arcana check to try to bend his mind to think of this dough as being Earth. Well, he okay. can't Yeah, it works. You, could, you, you kind of understand it as Earth now. <laughs> in, in its heart, it really is just dirt. Yeah. All right, so he, he's molding the dough using his mold earth ability. <laughs> yeah. he's he's out of the dough. It just starts kneading itself. Oh, flame. It's already in the oven, isn't it? No, he was preheating the oven. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we preheated it. I it real fast. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, so the oven's hot. I helped. It did a thing. Oh, man. Uh, I guess. Terry's <laughs> kind of jealous because he tried kneading the dough with magic, and it didn't work. And then Adam Thorne's like, no, 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 no. You just got to think about it like, dirt. Oh, I want to try that too because I have the cantrip, but I don't know it very well. What happens if I try and also do what Buckwheat's doing? Uh, what do what do I? What are you gonna make me roll? I, this is starting to get like more and more upset. So he's sort of, like messing with this. his kitchen right now. You're gonna need to roll whatever your spell ability is. Roll a save with that ability. That's a three, so that's a four. Oh boy! Okay. Oh, no. The dough. Poor house. It's only it's only needing the dough. Okay, probably the dough. Does his spell interfere with with buckwheat spell? Your, yeah, it... your 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 spell like finishes up, and Adderthorn's like, I'm gonna try doing this. And as he casts his spell, um, you see like his scar over his eye like glow brightly. Um... And he like flinches in pain a little bit, but the dough starts moving again, and it shapes it shapes three legs. And two arms and like this weird head shape oh, and just starts running around the kitchen. Control flames, kill the fire! It's gonna roll a dexterity save. 
It got a 21. I keep trying to kill it. <laughs> I feel like this is outside of the scope of normal control flames, so make another another uh, intelligence game. <laughs> oh no. That's a um that's a five plus one. Oh shit. <laughs> a small section of the floor has a tiny flame on it. This is a wooden house! Put it out! <laughs> Alright, all right. This, 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 this time Buckwheat actually casts actual mold earth to grab oh, no. like dirt from just like right outside and bring it through the window and onto the fire. Okay. Great. The fire is put out. Thank goodness you But now there's add. a pile of dirt there. Add. You did not burn Eustace's house down. Out! Everyone out! Out of the kitchen! Out! I've never seen Eustace look like that. We're all outside now. Um, I think we upset Eustace a little bit. Um, yeah. We'll give him a little, we'll uh, give him like a couple hours. Eustace is, uh, Eustace is a professional. And he's gonna get right to work, he's making these old pies, and they're gonna happen quickly, without interruption. Should we just smash cut to everybody walking, eating pies? <laughs> yeah, all right, where are we, where are we walking with, with these pies that are definitely not alive? We're going to the volcano, but do we want to get, like, anything else first? Or the... Do we need any potions or anything? Because we have some healers. Very people are healing spells. We're fine. But Harry yeah. spent a lot of his money, so Harry doesn't have much to spend. Yeah, do we? Have, I don't know if we have anything left from the, the gold. Yeah, a couple hundred gold left. Eustace has 16 platinum left. Wow! And, and 130 extra gold. So he's got like a grand total of one uh, 290. Gotta rob Eustace. Should we get healing potions? Is that even enough for healing potions? I don't know. I think they're you get a couple. Yeah, you might even get. Even if they're yeah. just like the normal ones. So well, I mean, we we could go to the uh, go to the healers guild and get some of that uh, magic berry. You mean that stuff that almost killed the guy? Yeah. Well, the guy who made it. Like... Well, then you and then Eustace didn't recover so well from that last time. So I mean, maybe it's not a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. The traditional route. No one else wants to spend that money on something. I do suggest a healing potion run. Let me see how much healing is it. Anyone opposed? Eustace has good healing and protection stuff, but he's only got three spell slots. So yeah, that's what I'm worried about. And for oh. those that don't have healing spells, maybe we should just give them a healing potion. Yeah, Harry hasn't used any of his platinum, so I'm good okay. if that goes towards. All right. <clears throat> so you walk up to a. A half-elf who has, like, kind of twigs in his hair, who has a a cart at, the, like, the side of the road outside of a marketplace, and he's selling potions. We need potions, and you look like a guy's got potions, so... Yes, I got potions. Um, I got some, some health potions. I got some other potions. Mostly health potions, though. So, something about him just makes me trust him. I, I think he's probably the best guy we're going to find. Well, thank you. Flattery won't lower your prices. How about, uh, how about a little return business? Promise to come back, maybe spend some money around this time to give a discount for in bulk? Roll persuasion. Okay, well, cool, because that's an 11. Total six on persuasion. Okay, I'm, I'm rolling charisma for him. That makes sense. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you 40 gold for, for, for a regular healing potion. Or no, he'll give me 40 gold for a regular He'll give us. We gotta make sure you stay in business, so yeah, no, it's a fair trade. So, alright, Eustace, pay the man. With a quizzical look toward, toward very small Adderthorn, 
Eustace steps up and uh, purchases how? Oh, how how many? How many were you buying for? We could get four because that'd be even one sixty, and that's what we have left. Let's do it. Yeah, right. four, four. You know what? No, let I like you got to give this guy the business. How about how about four? All right. <clears throat> so he says, "Thank you very much. I'm gonna have to go brew some more of these. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you around." He like starts packing up his cart. Those were the only healing potions that he had. He had four. <laughs> he just looks so happy that he sold out of stuff. Oh, oh, that makes me. That makes me happy. I got some know. other potions, but those are the only healing potions, and those are the ones that are the most. Terry's so. just gonna roll insight, just because he's really suspicious uh, of late of just about it. Can Ray's get one of those potions, Eustace? Ah, yes. Who who should uh, carry? Or roll the five. I'll roll the five on insight. Yeah. What are you see. trying to find out? I was just trying to see if this guy seemed like suspicious in his intentions. One of the twigs on his in his hair has a tiny mushroom on it. Oh, flip. I don't know. This guy's <laughs> <it's> really <laughs> suspicious. So you're just getting more and more paranoid. <laughs> yeah. This is just a man trying to do business. Now let's let him move along and we can leave. I mean, what? We're going out into the woods. Should we keep an eye out for any herbs for you? Hmm. Maybe it helped you uh, brew some more? No, I I appreciate the gesture, but I prefer to pick them hand-selected myself. Ah, uh, a, a, a man of, of, of true discernment, I see. So should I ask you what the potion man's name is, since they're probably going to go back? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what is, your, what is your name? My name is Bill <laughs> Nye. No! Potion guy? Potion <laughs> guy? No, let's build now. It's too late. <laughs> He's being said with an I, though, so, yeah. you know, not to... Bill and I. Yep. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> the potion guy. Uh, who needs these potions? Harry's, Harry's good. I have some healing, and I have the manacles, so... Just, Just to explain backstory a little bit, these manacles came from a group of slavers who had... Uh... Four sets of manacles that had a magical keyword that would activate them. As a reaction, they would attach to the nearest knocked out, non-restrained humanoid and stabilize them, but they are then restrained by the manacles. And we have three of them. So then, where do these other two go? Ray's took one, I took two. Well, I- I'm good too. I've got uh, probably just hold on to it. See, I- I'm yeah. not weak like the rest of you. I can cure myself. Uh, what happened to you? Didn't your, your chest get caved in the other day? Yeah, and I'm still alive. It's true. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. Okay, so I guess once we have our gear and stuff, we just head out. Okay, so a little bit of a flashback here. Buckwheat sells people dirt. He had no idea what money was. Adderthorn tried explaining it to him by asking him how much gold he thought a bag of dirt was worth. And Buckwheat responded, it's worth 20 gold. Um, At which point, Adderthorn decided, you know, I wonder how many people he could convince that dirt is worth 20 gold for a bag. And Buckwheat somehow convinced someone to buy it. And not only that, but convinced them to convince other people to buy it. So Buckwheat now is the head of a dirt MLM. Additionally, um, there are berries that give people temporary hit points. Basically, they're a neurotoxin that inhibits your ability to feel pain. And Buckwheat has started combining these berries with dirt to make his product more uh, viable. Remind me who exactly you talked to about the dirt at to go get berries. Okay, so I believe we were in a tavern. 
and he was like, it was it wasn't the Emerald Peach Tavern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where he was he was preaching the uh, the healing um, qualities of this magical dirt of his. Convinced quite a few people to join his cause. All right, I think they become down down. Was it down sellers, up sellers? What are those called? Oh yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. the MLM downstream selling. Yeah, yeah. And he he said to gather berries for him if they wanted more dirt. Okay. Oh man. What if we started? All right. So, as you, you might run into leave the city, yes, you might. <laughs> you might. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Are we coming back? That was like two days ago. We've done nothing for the last two days. <laughs> get mugged by some mushrooms. Start fires and use this bakeries. You see um, a group of commoners. Uh, a couple of them have bandages on their on their arms, legs, their heads. And they're walking pretty slow, but they're working together to pull a giant cart that is full of berries. Here, Buckwheat, I think that's you. The one in the front looks up, recognizes Buckwheat, and says, Hey, you know what says after these berries? How much you say for them again? My poor children. Uh, let me deal with those wounds of yours. He takes some of the berries, grabs some dirt on the ground, mashes them together into a paste, and smears them over the wounds. This is awful. How many of them are you treating? As many as I can. Yeah, okay, you have enough to do this for all of them. <laughs> they all, like, look at you in awe, and they're just, how did you do this? It's the power of turrets. And we're just walking around going, trade secrets, trade secrets, no, no nothing to see here, folks. All right, everyone, here's your... Ten silver, split that amongst yourself, we appreciate that. Come back and meet us in a few days, and we'll have more dirt for you to then take out and then sell. Of course, you purchased that back from us, but it's an investment in your future. And leaning in so hard, trying to help them sell this. One of you roll persuasion with advantage. Alright, so advantage I got plus six. Okay, I've got advantage, thank god. It's not much better. That's uh, eight plus six, so fourteen. No, the other one was a twelve, right? I Was it? I thought it was a four. Oh, I right. thought it was a twelve. Uh, we'll go with a 12. Well, if it was a 12 plus 6, then it'd be an 18. Alright, so one of them gestures to the cart, and they start walking away from it. Wow. It's all yours. Eustace, do you mind if we keep these in your living room? You've been in my house! I thought the arrangement was, you make it into dirt, we sell it, give you 80% of what we sell it for, and keep the other 20%. Yes. But yeah. it, it, has to, it has to become the dirt first. All right, can we, can in we, this raw form, can you're we more likely you? to hurt yourself than... Truly be healed. Can can we can we watch you make it so maybe we could do it ourselves next time? Hey. I'm not sure this process will be replicatable. So he casts mold dirt and like just like takes as much dirt as he can and like puts it throughout the berries. And then he caps it again to try to like squeeze them together and start and, eating and it. And full view of the people. Well, yeah, but, like, they have to see this process, like, this magical, like, this dirt just coming up okay. from the earth. Don't, 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 don't like, ever do that again. Like, that's, like, did, I, maybe it's like, oh, pumpkins, but... While you're spellcasting ability, just to, like, gauge how much of a show you put on this. Alright, so, that's, that's 16 in total. That's a good idea. 16? Alright, yeah. So, everyone's just watching with their mouths open, just like, wow, this is why I said we couldn't replicate it. Alright, uh... Guys, we can sell this for so much. <laughs> They're all just like chattering happily about how much they can sell it for. Um, <clears throat> and I want to say, I know exactly how much dirt is here. And if you guys shortchange us, I know people. He, he knows some bear. He, he like, you know. Yeah, Matterthorn's over security for this company. Oh. 
<laughs> Crap, did we just make a company? This isn't a company. This is a commune. <laughs> this is a collective of people working together. Just... We like to think of this as a family organization. He's just looking like toward wherever the nearest forest would be longingly, just like, why did I come into the city? <laughs> and to think just the other day you guys were like messing around and had dirt on your face. Who knows how much that was worth? Dirt <laughs> <laughs> must be treated with respect. So are we okay. leaving with the dirt to like then sell? Yes. <laughs> I hate all this so much. I love it. <laughs> they actually know approximately how much dirt is there and how much should we expect to get back from them if they're selling this at 20 gold a bag. Jeez. How big is a bag? So uh, I would like say a bag pouch? is like a pouch. Okay, yeah. there were 10 bushels of berries. Okay, how much berries to dirt ratio is there in this mixture to make it work properly? I'd say by volume... It's about half and half, so you get about 60 bags of dirt per bushel. Jeez. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Whoa, whoa, berries. That's a lot. That many berries on their own right now are going for like 75 gold a bushel. Yeah. And you just found a way to turn... Wait, that, that could be worth 12,000 gold right there. You just see... This is assuming they managed to sell it to people. And I get, I give you one last warning. Do not pick too many berries. If you kill the plants... We will have no more berries and no more hey. blessed dirt. Are we sure that we want to give them all of this product at once? Maybe we just release a little into the market at a time, create a little scarcity. You know? A little fish scarcity? It's, it's not artificial. These berries are rare. It's, they just did a damn good job getting well, a lot of them. I, I don't know how long this dirt will last before it starts rotting. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got here. It's called, it's all, the name of the game is Turnover. And you just go out, 20, 20 gold per bag, and you see Arathorn just slaps the lead dude on the butt and just like, get back out there. They, they all came in bedraggled, but now they all have a huge pep in their step thanks to the treatment. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Right, somehow, somehow that slap didn't hurt quite as much as I expected, but you are a small I got a little essence. <laughs> I don't while I'm, while I'm doing that, I want to see if he has anything value on his person, valuable on his person. Well, you gotta know if there is something first. Oh, okay. Okay, roll of perception. Uh, when he slapped his butt, I can I can only assume you could tell he's a very valuable butt. There's something in his in his back pocket. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I'm, all right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try and see what it is. So slide a hand to see if I can yep. get it. That's so. I said it didn't really, it didn't really hurt, but like, you didn't need to grab it. <laughs> I just thought you had, you had a little something on your, your, uh, right there. I was trying to do it all. Get back out there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And anyway, let's go. And just like, Arthur just keeps on walking. He's like, We're just kind of walking through in silence for the next, like, uh, half an hour. Riz has some questions for Adderthorn as they're walking. Alright, right, right now? It's kind of like an exam. Guys, can I question? Sure. I disappear, other Thorn, because he's been playing with him. That's all I've been doing. It's actually about others. How? It's same way I learn every other spell. It's just, you know, I wake up and I say, hey, shit, I know something new. It was just, it was weird. I mean, I summoned a little rodent after waking, like, yeah, it's, I mean, that's weird, but it's like anything in particular. We do a lot of weird stuff. Like, we just sold a bunch of dirt to a bunch of country bumpkins. Didn't they count as country? 
Is that we're calling that a city? All right, we'll find it. Okay. City bumpkins? Look, when you cast the spell, the magic, it felt like it felt like something wild. It felt like home. I mean, he's a bay shrew. Is it supposed to be bay? I don't I don't know much about the the spell. Like is it different somehow? It just feels like my oldest friend. I just assumed that was part of the magic. Wow, your soulmate. I prefer the term familiar. I mean, I don't know much about magic, but I'm pretty sure that's the term, the proper nomenclature. I don't think that spell usually feels I don't, it was weird. There's a lot of weird stuff. Like, I don't know, maybe how you hide all the time and there's certain things that we still maybe haven't talked about. Like what? And I just, I, I point, uh, you see Adderhorn points, no, points to his spell scar, and then points to your arm, and because I'm trying not to make it obvious, because no one else knows about it, apparently. Can <laughs> give me yeah, perception? Should I roll a sleight of hand? Be sneaky? Uh, if you want, yeah. I'm actively trying not to make it blatantly. That's a 20 on sleight of hand. Oh, dang! Dang. What happens in the top at the end? He said it though. He said to DC, and you need it, so meets it, beats it. Dang. Okay. So I just barely like notice. He did ask questions earlier. About it's true. Tricks. Yeah. Harry's catching on. Oh, you what? see, Harry's just kind of looking for a second. Buckley got to give you a wink. Yeah, I like. I, I I guess I would look around and see that and just be like, damn, I can get off. Harry's going to continue to talk. Well, what do you what do you want to know? Kind of like rubbing at her arm right now. Do you even know how that happened? Yeah, I do. I should have listened to Mother and didn't. I went where she told me not to go. And where was that? It was a place near where we lived in the same while. Mother always said not to go there because it was dangerous. But one day I decided I wanted to. And there was strange feeling about it. And then on a pedestal in the middle, there was this bluish ball of energy, and I touched it, and then it exploded. Does that ring any bells for Adderthorn, inspire anything, and also he's going to resummon Adderthorn and mentally relay that information to him and then say, does that ring any bells? All right, um, first of all, roll Arthana for you. This description is definitely going to remind you a lot of, like, the fiery explosion that you see in your nightmares. I rolled an 11. And that's the only connection that you find. Other Thorn is going to respond to you, hmm, big blue fire explode? Um, that sounds like this one place that I don't like in the Fae. Do you know the name? Um, this is, I don't know what it... I don't know how to say it in, like, weird, yeah. weird, like, strange sentence people talk, you know? I just, it's just like he makes this chirping sound telepathically image. to you. <laughs> it kind of, like, relays, like, this weird picture of, like, just this big blue fireball in your brain. That's all he can relate to you. And just, uh, yeah, he's like, that, that, that sounds, sounds pretty rough. Actually, I, I have no idea how I got my my scar. So, so you touched it, and then Mother just wasn't happy with you? Or is that why she left you? Yes, well, 
She said she'd come back. They can't lie. She hasn't come back. So you want to see her again? Yes. Maybe. I'm not sure anymore. So if someone knew how to like find her, I guess so that that'd be that'd be a good thing. I, I, I just, I'm just I'm just asking questions. Shit. Um, roll deception. I will insight roll on that. Yeah. Roll deception. <laughs> That's twenty-two. Oh, twenty-four. Come on. She can tell he's hiding something. What do you know? I have these dreams sometimes, and sometimes when I'm in them, like different things will happen. And in this last one, I learned how to. A giant monster <laughs> comes out of the trees. You see what looks like a giant slug. It is taller than uh, buckwheat. Um, yeah, it's like, who isn't abnormally short here? <laughs> uh, so this giant slug just comes out of the trees and just comes barreling straight for Outer Thorn and gets a 16 to... Wait, no. No, no. Gets a 12 to hit. It reads a dinosaur. That hit. Alright. Outer Thorn manages to jump out of the way of this giant slug. Another one comes and slithers onto the trail. And a bug bear steps out. A bug bear. Uh, a bug bird bear. A bird. A bug bear. And the bug bear is cooperating with the slugs? It would appear that way. Okay, this is interesting. Um, all right, this hair's turn. We. All right, what are you doing? This giant slug thing just like attacked, um, Outer Thorn, and because of your twenty on perception earlier, you can see the bugbear and the other bear and crawler as well. Nice. Oh, I just looked up an image. That's horrible. A big slug. Basically. Okay, Harry is going to move into combat range with the bugbear. Just kind of going off the assumption that it is somewhat of a ringleader. Harry is going to attack him. Rapier, which is going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, yes, that hits. And I'm going to flourish, defensive flourish, damage. Okay, so that's going to be 14 slashing damage. Holy fart! Um, I can only do these so many times a day. Um, so 14 slashing damage. Harry's AC is now for this round uh, 22. It's because I'm like running. I'm like flipping around with like the blade like crazy, so nothing's getting like close to me. Then offhand dagger. It's a bonus action. Uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, that that hits as well. They still don't kill my monster in one turn. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's a dagger, so it's a 1d4. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> I was like, I hope there's nothing special about this. <laughs> no. And it's, it's one damage. It's a total All right, damage. one damage. <laughs> so that's a total of 15 slashing damage. And All then right. Harry, with his blade on guard, his AC is temporarily at 22. And it's Buckwheat's turn. All right, so uh, Buckwheat, um, you know, being the soft-hearted uh, guy that he is, immediately uh, casts um, speak, uh, speak with Animals. Oh, no. So that he'll be able to speak with these carrion crawlers. Oh, no. They're not animals. It does not work. Dang it. Uh, is that a wasted cast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you had, like, asked me if they were animals first. Does <laughs> Buckbear count as an animal? 
No, he's a human. He's no, he's a humanoid. Like he speaks common. No, the thing is, he's Buckwood is so like imperceptive that he just speaks really loud and slowly to the bugbear. It's like, hey, why are you attacking us, me friend? Me friends, no attack. Oh, persuasion. <laughs> oh, no. I just stabbed him. I don't think he's gonna go so well. The bugbear's gonna be yeah, really hard to persuade him. I stabbed him real good. The common modifier was so bad. <laughs> I got two. You got a two. Okay, yeah. He just looks at you and grunts. All right, that's. Let's see. That was an action. Do you have anything you can do as a bonus action? Your action was like the spell, the uh, speak with animals, right? All right, well, I guess I'll, um, uh, I don't know, m- maneuver over here to try to, like, flank him, I guess. All right. And it's the bugbear's turn. He's coming for Harry, that's for sure. He's going to attack with his morning star. Oh, no. Oof. <laughs> Rolls a natural one. Oh, no. Like, he, like, completely misses Harry and gets his morning star stuck in a tree. That's great. That's just... I was looking forward to like, ooh, half of Harry's HP is gone. But no, okay. Out of turn. So we got people next to the bugbear. Do I, am I am I engaged with the carrion crawler that just tried to attack? Uh, yeah. So I can't just go straight to hiding, right? Yeah, you can't go straight to hiding. Screw it. All right. Well, unless you wanted to take a an opportunity attack. No, no, I don't want to do that. So I'm just going, because this thing's right in front of me, I'm going to take out my rapier and just, he just yells out, I was talking, damn it, and then try, (laughs) and I'm going to take a swing at this thing, and, okay, that's a 15 to hit. A 15 to hit the slug fade, that hits. Um, And then for damage, I rolled a 9 total, but I also have sneak attack because he's next to people. So that's 17 points of damage. Okay. How's it look after taking that hit? 17 points of damage. Yeah. That was impressive. Sneak attack. All right. Well, then I'm going to disengage and try and uh, get some space between me and this thing and the leaving grace right there. All right. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to with the carrion crawler, right? So I could step back with no issues. Yep. She kind of like shoots out her throat a look like this later and she pulls out her bow. That's not my fault. <laughs> Sorry. That's a 21 to hit. That hits. Holy cow. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to mark it as my favorite bow. So I need to roll a couple of D4s. Top of my D8s. Okay, that's going to be one, 12 plus four psychic damage. So that's 16. Plus three more, so 19 damage. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's without sneak attack. It's that's not without, that's without flourish. Jeez. That's, wow. Because oh, nice. you're I get to do one Hunter's Mark. Yeah, Hunter's Mark. I have without Hunter's Mark. dreadful strike, so I can do an extra 1d4 damage, and then the Tasha's alteration. I can mm-hmm. do favorite folks. So if I hit them, I basically like concentrating on the spell. Uh, I can do an extra D4 damage, so I get Holy cow. Extra, I have two underrated fate. All right. What is it? Fate? Jeez, I'm underrated that. Subclass. Uh, All right, it's that dude's turn. Um, okay, so it's going to try to attack Harry twice. Ye money foot. 
It's a 25. Oh. And a 14. Well, the 14 will miss. The 25 will hit. Okay, so this is... I need a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. I think we should try to capture the bug bears. No. Being stacked. Down to my weakness. Are you saying that? or You take three poison damage. I don't think I can say it right okay. now. It's not I got an eight <laughs> on the con save. Yeah. You are poisoned for one minute. I'm going to try and kill the carrier on the bugbear. So that means you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay, so I just have disadvantage for the next minute. Do I get to take uh, further saving throws, or is it just static? Like, I just for a minute, it's a stage. Until this poison ends, the target is paralyzed. Oh, or you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Repair for off. both? Both of them. Okay. So I'm paralyzed, so I can't move or attack right now. You're poisoned and paralyzed. I don't know why this made you be you poisoned know, if you're... Poison is, is weird, because it's like, oh, you're paralyzed. But I feel like poison would... Uh, it's weird. I feel like it should and be you took three poison damage. Yeah, so I've taken okay. three damage, and right now my flourish is, is done, so All right, my AC's gone like back down to 16. It's useless's turn. Oh, ah, that didn't feel really good. <laughs> you can't stretch. <laughs> my back. No, it's not my back. It's the slugs, man. Oh, it kind of gummed my my hand. I can't feel you it. You can't talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Oh, All right, Eustace ran over to help Harry here. Can I pick him up? Yeah. Pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. You need to roll a strength save. Oh man, that that is unfortunately Eustace, the paladin's greatest weakness. His strength. He's an old man. <laughs> Let's try. <laughs> that would be a nineteen. Woo! Oh, right. Yeah, you can carry. You can. You can carry him. Half of your remaining movement speed. Anxious dad strength. Well, no, we'll say you can carry him all of your remaining movement speed. All right, let's uh, let's get him back over. I don't know. We need to get him away. So we're gonna get him over here. It's not very far away. And you're gonna take an attack of opportunity from the carrion crawler. It's gonna try to bite you, which is a twelve to hit. Does not hit. Okay, yeah, it misses. Sweet. I want to, if I can, I, I want Eustace to put Harry, like, behind him. I want Eustace to be in front of Harry. Oh, yeah, like, sure. So he, he would be the, the, you know, the target of attack. You just fireman carrying me, like, on your back. Yeah. Just get you the heck out of here, because you are not in place. <laughs> All right. Just shock puts up. The carrion crawler, the, the, the other slug that hasn't been punched or anything yet, Comes up to Eustace because he's the closest thing, and it attacks him twice. A 17 and a 24. Ooh. 17 misses. 24 hits. Oh no, please don't get paralyzed too. I need a con save. A B 14. You barely succeed! It's only 13. So your only result of this attack is you take four poison damage. Oh, nice. Ouch time. <laughs> as as you're being bitten, Harry's like, who can only like phony is like. So one of these things tentacles like lashes out. It has tentacles. It's a slug with tentacles. It lashes out and like wraps around your arm and like tries to like like there's like this poisonous slime on it that it like rubs all over your arm, but you manage to like shake it off and just 
not be affected by the poison very much. It does leave some burns on your arm. Cool, that means it's Harry's turn. Okay, um, do I get a you roll can beginning roll your or con save at the end of your turn? End of my turn. So I lose so my turn, turn is a con save. Okay, cool. Oh, it was really good, and then it rolled off. A 10. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, you're it still paralyzed. It was better 16, and then it rolled. So, yeah, you're still paralyzed. Harry can, like, feel his lips a little bit now. Oh, it's my turn. Fuck we. What's fuck we? All right, so he, uh, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm even going to time this, okay? I'm going to make sure it's only six seconds, just just for you. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Uh, got, got, got the timer set for six seconds and everything. Hey, I'm going to cast Entangle. You should prepare yourself. Exactly six seconds. <laughs> Harry. You do that without Entangling? Yeah, you can get all three of them. Without getting Eustace or Harry's. What's the saving throw they have to make? Let's see. Wait, third, strength 13. Yeah. <laughs> strength 13. This is why they all away. succeeded. Hey, Dang it. So, is that. Is there anything else you're going to do for Buckwheat's turn? Uh, yeah, I'm going to move him like a lot closer so that he can. Alright, it's the Bugbear's turn. Bugbear is going to turn around and go towards Buckwheat. Okay. No. Okay, uh, is he, like, was he not, did they all pass the Entangle and not get? Yeah, they all succeeded against the Entangle. Curses. Yep. Yep. And he is going to attack you with a javelin because his morning star is still stuck in a tree. Nice. <laughs> he didn't bother grabbing it. <laughs> it was easier that way, apparently. Um, That is a 14 to hit. Misses. Okay, he misses with his javelin. This <laughs> is not his day. <laughs> did he throw it, or did he try to stab you? He tried to stab you. Okay. No, it's the weapon he has left. He's not throwing that. <laughs> so, is the carrying crawler, um, the second one that we've already done a lot of damage to, is that one close enough to anybody that I still get sneak attack? Uh, no, but if you use your bonus action in a hide beforehand, you get sneak attack. I'm gonna do that. Do I need to roll stealth to see if it works? Can you stealth yeah. among the vines? It's probably gonna work. <laughs> What's <laughs> your get on that one? It's in two. You're supposed to three. Oh, on this perception. Yeah, that's a twenty-four. Okay, yeah. Wow. No, this it has no idea where you are, and now you can get sneak attack damage on it. He thinks you're just one of the vines. Gotta take a shot with that radiant short bow. That's fourteen hit. That hits. All right. 5 plus 10, 15 damage. What if you guys rolling the exact amount of HP left on things? Yeah. <laughs> How do you want to do this? I want to try and shoot it in its dumb mouth and just have, I want that arrow to go back out the back of its head. Inspiration. You get inspiration. <laughs> I will take that. All right, he's gone. Um, don't try to loot these bodies. That won't go well. Oh man, you might not get back body shields. Composed of the poison. Oh, and then I'm I'm gonna stay where I'm at. So that's good. All right, raise his turn. I need to move so I can hit that Karen crawler and not skewer Eustace and Harry. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's probably a good thing to do. Just a paralyzed kebab. <laughs> <laughs> um, as she's kind of moving over, she's like looking at Buckley, like Buckley, catch that bugbear. Small. We gotta ask him why he's here. And she's taking a shot. She's casting Insane Strike on her bow. I don't think it's going to hit. That's a 10. Yeah, no, that misses. Evens are odds. Odds. You accidentally hit Eustace. 
No! <laughs> Alex's head is like... <laughs> <laughs> It hits Eustace and pings off of his armor. Oh, thank you. But it does hit Eustace and the ensnaring strength thing is going to take effect. Oh, no. So it lands like that right between, like right on his shoulder next to Harry. Uh, Eustace, I need to make a strength saving throw. I'm sorry, what, what save? <laughs> strength. I'm sorry. Oh, that's great. That's a nat 20, baby. Grounding from there, he's just like, oh, he just slaps it off. just pokes him off. He him. Psych! Nothing but old man strength today. Alright, anything else on Rose's turn? He's just little yellow, but we all make mistakes! <laughs> he's so so nice. Unless it's burning down his kitchen. <laughs> then, then he gets to This carrying crow is getting smacked. This two-handed axe is coming at it. That is... <laughs> 13. That hits. Yo! Beats it, beats it. That hits for... Oh, is that really it? Is it that bad? I only hit for four. <laughs> You're doing so good. Alright, chop off one tentacle. Yep, you chop off one tentacle and it looks mildly annoyed. Any bonus action or movement? Making sure that Harry's okay. Alright, it's that Harry Crawler's turn. Great. So good. Uh, he is going to attack Eustace. Who could have guessed? Ooh! Okay, that's, that's a little better for you guys. That is a 14 and a natural 1. Nice. Wow. Um, so he likes his own tentacle. It basically just kind of like fumbles in like. It's hard to imagine a slug tripping, but like it kind of flops sideways a little bit for a second, and you get an op- uh, an opportunity attack. Nice, Eustace. Very good. I have to roll the hit still. Yeah. Uh, twenty. Dirty twenty. Twenty. Nice. All right. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, uh, one. One damage. <laughs> one. Oh yeah, because your <laughs> your strength. Yeah, One damage. I... Do you not have, like, Divine Smite yet? Yeah, when I hit with the, with the melee weapon, I'll, I'll expend one slot to do uh, 2d8 in Radiant Damage. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Ooh. That would be another 7 plus, plus 1, 8. So a total of 9. Great. All right. It's Harry's turn. Oh, You can yeah. do your save. Okay, let's do a save again. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, 17, baby. No, 10 rounds. Harry's back in the game, and his turn is over. All right, Buckwheat's turn. So, uh, with the Buckbeard right in front of him, he's going to cast uh, Entangle again. This is his uh, last uh, first level spell thought. But since, since, you know, that's what Ray's told him to do, that's what he's doing, so... He just it, it casts it on himself, basically. Right. He casts Entangle, but like you entangled yourself next to it? Yeah, he should probably... I think you I need have to, to roll your strength, strength save. Yeah. Um, what's the DC on the strength save? Uh, 13. It's like this group wants to die. <laughs> 18. Yeah, okay, you succeed, it kills. Die! Oh, it is now restrained. Me from the bugbear. Thank you, you, sis, for saving my life. I'm back in the game. I can so it has no movement speed. Any attacks against it have advantage, and it has disadvantage on dex saves. It doesn't have disadvantage on attacks, though. Well, I'm also going to take a step back. He's going to step back out of range. I don't know, does he get an attack of opportunity while I do that? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I do. I do it anyway. Okay. That's not good. That's not good. Um. Oh no. These guys have the brute ability. No. <laughs> so that's gonna be. Thankfully, to... his morning star is not the weapon he's using. He's using against javelin, which is lucky for you. <laughs> that tree's looking out for you. The tree. Save the tree. Alright. So that is trees. or to the trees at least. Twenty-two least. piercing oh, damage. My gosh. Right. Well you've been skewered. At least we with five HP. <laughs> well, which just like part of the course. Anyone got some dirt. Oh man. Poor Buckwheat. Alright, um... And none of it was psychic damage, so that fake dirt from earlier doesn't do the hell. Alright, um... Ray's gonna do psychic damage. It's the Bugbear's turn! He's gonna do his strength stage again. Oh, far. Good. Do you succeed? He succeeded. Aw, yeah. I was rooting for you guys this time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fine. He's he'll just have to cast it again. Well, what I was like celebrating about him getting enough. That's so sad. You like only restrain him, and then he stabs you, and then breaks. Maybe I should have tried to tie him up with rope. I don't know. I think he did the right thing. He's kind of he could have gotten out of the rope too. None of us have good strength. Adderthorn's turn. So I don't. I no longer have an edge on that bugbear because it's not restrained. And well, you're hidden. You rolled twenty-four on stealth. But if I cast a spell, do I have advantage? Oh wait, yeah. So I, I do have that. So Adderthorn seeing Buckwheat get hit and taking that massive of a hit is going to kind of lose his shit a little it, bit. It's like a gash through the armor across his chest. It's just seeping blood. Oh. You just yeah. So you, I mean, you don't see it, but Adderthorn's eyes. He's gonna move. He's gonna move so he has a clear line of sight, and his eyes are just gonna go black. And he's gonna he's gonna cast. Chromatic orb with fire as oh, the uh, as the spell. So that's gonna be that was in that was in nineteen twenty-two. So it's gonna hit and it's three D eight of fire damage. Oh, oh boy. It's gonna be it's only it's fifteen points of damage. But the chromatic orb blue fire? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it's, it's blue. Yeah, it's blue. It shoots out, and it's going to. And I, I would hope if those, if he didn't that, move, and all the dust it come from his head. eye and hit the yes, yeah, you just see him just out of his eye burst into flame, and just you hear an insane laughing coming out of the forest. Crazy needs to make a wisdom save. Everyone also make a. Crazy needs to make a wisdom save to see if she's got PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> Harry got a nine. He's still coming out of paralysis. Uh, Buckley got thirteen. Perception. Wow. A what? Thirteen. Thirteen. Nine. Nine. Not twenty. Not twenty. You hear? Okay. Eustace and Ray's hear this just guttural yell. This sounds. Uh, of course, now I've set it up that I have to try and act out a guttural yell. I'm not going to. <laughs> you can make out in this yell. No one else can make out words in it. But you can make out betrayal. That's the one word you can make out. Betrayal. Well, okay. somebody's having fun with that. Anyway, today. um, so that means it's who's turn next. I this oh, is I my own really I'm pretty sure Ray's needs to make a wisdom save after seeing that. See if she can do anything. That's a sixteen. She's she's able to repress it for is is it wise to repress? <laughs> it's gonna come back of course. Yeah, but you don't deal with your problems. I got I can't deal with this right now. People are dying. We'll deal with this later. I think we need to have a good 
musical spiritual session after this, after all the trauma. <laughs> Mushrooms <laughs> and blue flame music like therapy. Music therapy. That's a twenty-three to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. Uh, eight damage. Eight damage. All right. Now it's Eustace's turn. Oh, good. Uh, well, it's right here, so I might as well just uh, take another big swing of the axe. Eustace doesn't really have much else going on for him right now. That would be thirteen. <laughs> That's his AC. Beats it. Beats it. You hit with a four <laughs> for damage. All right. You barely nicked this carrier crawler, but it does slice off another tentacle. You know what? And it's kind of leaking fluids. Well, you know what they say. Can't, can't build Roma today. Can't, uh, can't kill a horrible centipede in a single swipe. Being with Eustace. And it's going to take the disengage action. And it is going to run away. Uh, there's some pain. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Not today, giant slug. Well, the All right. If it was damaged by the chromatic orb or not. That's his turn. Oh, it's Harry's turn. Good. Okay. Okay, Harry's going to hit the deck. Um... And like, kind of like, aim between Eustace's legs, like on the ground, and shoot a Eldritch Blast <laughs> sound wave. He like snaps his fingers. Um, sixteen to ten. This anti-mushroom ray slams into this carrion crawler. Anti-mushroom. <laughs> just seems like what Harry would have. I don't know. Yeah. He's just like death all mushrooms. All right, roll damage. Seven force damage. Well, I mean, if you guys are all doing finger guns, I guess I'll do it too. <laughs> Frost dagger. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice knife. Ice knife. That's what it does. Like sideways finger guns, like yeah, it's the style. All right. right, and since he's has no first uh, level spells, he'll have to cast the second level. Ooh, all right. Okay, let's get this. Oh yeah, so that hits. Right. What's the deck save he needs to make? Hey, um, 13. Yeah, he fails. Nice. Alright, so he takes, uh, one, wait, let's see, 1d10 piercing damage and 2d6 cold damage. Jeez, that's really good. Holy crap. Buckwheat has never used this spell. I was like, what? Yeah, he's used it multiple times. It's like, yeah. a, it's a, like a small And doesn't does get all one. Doesn't it? So it, it was 10. But still, it's like that. That could have been so much better. Yeah, it's ten damage. Ten damage in total. Outerthorn's uh, turn. Uh, I mean, Outerthorn's just feeling it right now, and he is just going to take a shot with the uh, with the bow, and that's a natural one by advantage because <laughs> another, one reroll. Another nineteen. Damn it! Give me a twenty. You get, you get advantage too, so you get to another roll. Oh, so not yeah, to see if you get a twat. Alright, so one of these plus four. That's a two plus four, that's six, and then to just at least work for this sneak attack. That's a one. <laughs> I hate your die. And that was and that's a five. So that's six plus what did I roll the first time? Twelve. Alright, I'm gonna do this. Thanks. While he's laughing maniacally, you just hear, you just hear, let me show you how it's done. And then just takes that last shot and just back through the pack of head. Thank you for listening to the Chaos Module. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, there are a couple easy things you could do that would make a huge difference. First of all, leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're finding us. Second, share this podcast with other Chaos Gremlins. And third, hit that follow button and tune in for our next episode on January 11th. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. I say, Bill, you got something in your hair there, but get a little fungi up and not sure. You know, guys, does seem like a fun guy. Yeah, you'll you'll get it. You'll just oh, it's a fun guy. He like pulls the twig out of his hair and like nibbles the mushroom a little bit and just throws the twig away. Not one of the good ones. Yeah, I think that was a spine mold. Those aren't too tasty. Hey, I better quit. Use one of those healing potions when I make one.